I have got some ghost stories for you. I feel something crawl into the bed with me and it starts to spoon me. There was a time where I would be in bed falling asleep and I would hear my name being called. Different voices call my name. Poof, the person disappeared right in front of our eyes. And we were both like, did you see that? There was this figure of a woman. Her skin was bluish and her hands were clawed and her mouth was wide open. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. Coming up, Michelle, one of our favorites. <clears throat> Sorry. Already. Ooh, look How at that. Quick. Juicy. <laughs> Michelle is going to share her story about a haunted haircut house call. Oh, no. And we have another ghost or squatter mystery to share. I love those. But first, we have to remind you, please, please, please leave us a good review. Um, if you do it on Apple, it shoots us up a little higher. Oh, gosh, yes. Please help we us out with that. We always need those. And please send us your stories. You can write it. You can be videoed, recorded, however you want to send it. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. First, we have to say thanks to our newest patrons. And we have a handful here. Yay! Ruth Peffer, Laura Jones, Barbara Stepka, Sarah Infant or Infante, Kaylee Smith, Jolene Lynn, and Marmot Animation became a patron. So, so excited about all the Lego videos they've been making for us. Also, thanks to April Russo, Melissa Knott, Mary Brunel, and Kara Stevens for becoming annual patrons. Uh, remember, new content is going to move over there starting June 1st, and uh, we'll stay there through the end of the year while we retool the podcast. It's $5 a month, $50 for a full year and that's what's keeping the podcast alive so please join if you can by the way over the weekend I had a really cool conversation with Kara just because it's really easy to chat over yeah. a patron that's another cool thing about it she races BMX bikes with her son whoa that is so freaking cool isn't that awesome yes. she was showing me pictures it's so cool to learn about y'all like we have a listener named Emily who is a bodybuilder and she does competitions and stuff please let us know who you are if you want to send us a picture and tell us a little bit about yourself we love that so yeah. please you know the email hauntedayofpodcast at gmail.com and we have sold a lot of t-shirts and stickers lately so if you've gotten some of those please send us pictures of you and your shirt or wherever it is you're putting your sticker because we want to see that too it's like maybe we should do a badassery corner like if you have a badass profession or something or a hobby that's a great idea <laughs> that would be kind of fun we'll yes. feature you or something on our social media yes the the haunted day of badass of the week or something love that. i love that okay yes it's happening. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into the stories. This one comes from Nikki. Hi, my name is Nikki. So to start things off, my grandparents owned a farm style house and the backyard was just like this beautiful fairy garden to a six-year-old. I often would like cook in the kitchen, bake, doing whatever I could to keep myself occupied because normally it was just me and a house full of adults. Well, this one time when I was like 10 or so, I was making dinner and I had a loaf of bread on the counter next to me. I looked down to open it and it wasn't there. Turned around, it was back on the dining table. I get it. I remember, oh, I've got to get a spatula. Get a spatula, turn around, the bread's completely gone. What? <laughs> it's not on the counter, it's not on the table. So I walk out of the kitchen and walk back in thinking maybe it'll just reappear. All of the kitchen cabinets are open, oh. the uppers and the lowers. And I'm like, come on, guys, this is too much. I close all of the kitchen cabinets, open the fridge, the bread's in the fridge. So I have a little conversation with myself. Hey, guys, let's not do this. I'm kind of annoyed. I'm tired, and I just want a grilled cheese. 
Yeah. Nothing else happens that night. Mm-hmm. But around 2 a.m. every night, I would often hear kids singing Ring Around the Rosie. They weren't necessarily scary, but you would often just know, I'm definitely not the only one here. The house always felt full. Stuff would go missing, stuff would move, stuff would end up in weird places. I grew up like that, not really scared of these things. Well, I was about to turn 21. I had just gone through a really bad breakup. My best friend and I were at this house I was renting. My best friend and I are in my bedroom getting ready to go out. And we look across the hall to the other bedroom where my orange tabby Jinxie is sitting. And he turns around and his face just changes completely. It no longer looks like Jinxie, who was like the sweetest creature on the face of the planet. We both go out of nowhere and his face changes and the door slams. We walk into the living room, and Jinxie is not in the bedroom where the door just slammed where he had been sitting. He's in the living room asleep on the couch. We do not open that door again. We get in the car. We go to Walgreens because what else is open at 2 a.m.? Until a police officer comes in to buy a pack of gum. He's a very young guy, and we're like, listen, we know we sound insane, but we can't go home until someone checks out this house. And we don't feel right calling 911 because it's not an emergency. So this police officer is very nice. He goes with us to the house, checks all the entrances, exits, windows, backyard, front yard. Nothing is there. That bedroom, completely fine when we open the door. And there was no cat inside. That's not the only thing that happened in the house, but I think that is probably the most terrifying. Okay, a uh, couple of things. Nikki, uh, don't you feel like the cop probably thought something was going to go down at that house? Oh, for sure. When these two chicks are like, come yeah. back, we're scared. He's yeah. like, yeah, okay, all right. I'll Cue check the music. it out for you. <laughs> the other thing, Nikki, we really need you to draw a picture of what Jinxie's face looked like. Yeah, okay. What did his face do to freak you guys out? Okay, so it's kind of funny that she mentioned this, and I had totally forgotten about this story, but I actually had a story where one of my dogs took on like my grandma's face. What? I Like, I don't know how to describe it. It didn't look like my grandma, but there was something in the eyes that I was like, grandmother? <laughs> and I said it like audibly out loud to the really? dog and it was just like, and then went away. Oh my god! So like when 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 my grandmother and grandfather went into like they both went into like an Alzheimer's facility and right. um, they were not allowed to have pets. So I took on their wiener dog, Baby Cakes, who ironically was named after me because my granddad called me Baby Cakes. Oh, she's a little wiener dog, little fat thing, super cute. I woke up from a nap one day and I rolled over and I was kind of like rubbing her belly and like the eyes. I'm telling you, there's something changed in the eyes that said, "Hey, it's like your grandma," oh and then it was gosh. like a split second gone. That's amazing. Isn't that weird, though? Yeah. I I even forgot that happened until she just told that story. And is it weird that when I'm listening to this, I'm like, this would be really cool with Lego figures. (laughs) I would, because you could get crafty with the changing of the faces. Changing the face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so creepy. And actually, even the part in the kitchen where she's opening, like, the cabinets all open. Mm -hmm. Sorry. With the help of Marmon Animation, we are making some of the Haunted Day of Stories out of Legos. We're a tad bit excited. We're really excited (laughs) because it's super fun. All right, so our next story comes from Lakeisha. We had multiple spirits that lived in our house growing up. I was around 13 years old when I saw the little man. I had the flu and was really sick one night when I woke up. 
I couldn't move my body or talk, but I could see around the room where at the end of my bed stood the little man. The little man. The little man. (laughs) He was darker than dark and the energy that came off of him was so strong and intimidating. I was pretty freaked out, but chalked it up to a fever and sleep paralysis. About two weeks later, though, my mom, my sister, and I were sitting around talking about the strange things that had happened in our house. My sister told mom that she'd recently seen mom asleep on the sofa and standing next to her was a little man just watching my mom sleep. A little man. A little man watches you sleep. <laughs> I don't know why the little man needs to have an accent, but he does. There's something about him that's very Puss in Boots. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. 100%. Except for the creepy version of Puss in Boots. Yes. She said she didn't want to freak mom out, so she quickly went to bed before it noticed her. Sorry, mom. LOL. <laughs> yeah, I'm we sorry. you with <laughs> the little right. man. Hope nothing bad happens. Bye. <laughs> the other ghosts in our house would mess around every now and then, but we were never really scared of them. He was different, though. He scared me. We never saw him again guess he just did a drive-by spook <laughs> love the podcast lakeisha thank you LaKeisha. that's a good story maybe he didn't like being called little yeah uh, we also got an update from courtney she's the one who found the picture of her deceased father on his phone in last week's episode yes. so she says on a side note i think my dad's spirit may still be in the house my parents dog jacks was my dad's sidekick there's a long hallway from the kitchen to the living room so my dad would come in through the back door and our dog jacks would lean over the arm of the sofa, look down the hall and wag his tail. That was his routine anytime my dad came home and guess what? He still does it. Oh my gosh! That is so sweet. Alright, so our next story comes from Doreen. Been binging your podcast and just got caught up and heard the news about the hiatus. Figured I can thank you for your work by submitting a few stories. Thank you, Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Doreen. You know what? That's much better than the thrashing that we got on YouTube. Did you see we got (gasps) one? No, I didn't. Like, so mean and angry, I was almost impressed. I was like, wow, that's impressive. I I didn't know anybody cared that much, but they really went after us. So thank you, Doreen. Yeah. Figured I can thank you for your work by submitting a few stories. And my soft and comfortable haunted af t-shirt which i sent a picture of yes amen doreen we are actually going to post that so that everybody yes. can see you and your awesome uh, haunted af gear when my parents got married they lived in the basement of my maternal grandparents house they had three children within three years so it got cramped pretty fast Ooh. i can imagine yeah the next door neighbor was a really nice doctor and when he passed away his wife wanted to sell the house to us she thought he would have liked to have us there so with some financial help from my family they did just that now we lived next door to our grandparents which is totally freaking awesome that is awesome soon after moving in though things began to happen one night while relaxing in the living room my mother and father heard footsteps start in the kitchen and continue across the house right up to my dad who was watching tv oh they turned around and walked right back into the kitchen my dad wigged and asked my mom if she heard them as well which of course she did scared them both spitless spitless i've never heard that scared spitless my grandfather passed away and the same thing happened at his house next door if you were in the basement you would hear footsteps walk from the front of the house up above you all the way back to the back of the house for us kids the experiences were playful like the time my younger brother was playing with his shadow against the wall he kept trying to beat his shadow by waving his hands really fast and then tucking them under his chest when he pulled his hands away the last time though the shadow kept waving oh that's fantastic (laughs) it scared him so much that to this day he sleeps with his hands tucked underneath him not a mean ghost but it scared the bejesus out of all of us the same thank you for 
making my downtime fun, Doreen. Oh, thank you, Doreen. Great story, Doreen. So this next story comes from Rhiannon. and she posted it on Facebook. Hi, ladies. Love your podcast so much. I have a ghost story for you from when I worked as a nurse in an aged care facility. I had my medication trolley down at the end of a long hallway full of rooms, kind of like a hotel. I was looking down, concentrating on the meds when out of the corner of my eye, I saw one of my residents hobbling towards me. Mm. They were about a foot from my trolley when I greeted them and looked up, but no one was there. I slammed my trolley shut, locked it, and full high knees legged it to the (laughs) nurse's station as a call bell went off. I looked at the number and that resident had passed away that morning. And that's actually what it says. That's not us. Yeah, well, um, it was partly. <laughs> Another night, I heard a woman crying out. I was the only nurse there at the time. And when I entered her room, she was shouting with her arms outstretched towards the door. I approached her in a calming way and turned her lamp on when she grabbed my arm and said, it's the angry man. No. Ah, I bent down to console her, but she shouted and pointed behind me. I got goosebumps all over my body. At that moment, I felt two hands push me in the back. Mm. I turned around and saw no one but the wardrobe door was open. I slammed that thing shut, put a chair in front of it, flipped the lights on, and told this thing to go away. Then I sat with her until she fell asleep. You're so sweet. That what is a very great sweet. nurse. When I got home that night, though, I had a beer. <laughs> Thank <laughs> Just you. the one? <laughs> yeah, really. Thank you so much for reading this. You two brighten my day. Love from Australia from Rhiannon. Oh, that was great. Oh, this next story comes from Michelle. She sends us things all the time. Love you, we Michelle. adore her. Thank you so much, Michelle. Hi, Julie. Hi, Rebecca. It's Michelle from Connecticut. You know, I love you guys because I'm always bugging you. Well, I'm ready to tell my story. I am a hairdresser by trade, so I go to a lot of my friends' homes to do their hair. We make a day of it. Anyway, my friend lived in her grandparents' house, and her grandfather had died in the house. And she was always saying how she would see things out of the corner of her eye or feel strange things. And we used to tease each other about it. Well, her mom had passed away and she had this beautiful urn in the living room that held her mother's ashes. Anyway, I was cutting her hair in the kitchen and I was looking down the hallway. And as I was cutting her hair, I noticed movement at the end of the hall. And I looked up and I saw someone walk out of one room, snap their head, look directly at me, continue to look at me and walk across the hall. Well, at first I didn't think anything of it because I don't think it registered what I was seeing. But as I'm cutting her hair, I start thinking about it. And I said to her, is there anyone in the house besides us? And she laughed and said, who'd you see or what'd you see? And I started to explain to her what I saw. And I will tell you, when I remember seeing what I saw, it's almost a painful image in my head because it's so sharp and clear. I said, I saw a woman walk out of one of the rooms, turn purposely and look at me. She had reddish brown hair to about her shoulders. Her face was all shadow. She had on a white t-shirt and dark pants. The only thing with the pants is... I don't recall seeing legs. And my friend looks at me and she goes, that's my mom. You just described my mom. And I looked at her and I looked down the hall. Now, the problem with her walking across the hall is the doorways are off from each other. So you can't like walk right across the hall into the next room. So I start to realize whatever I saw walked into the wall. Mm. So I'm a little freaked out at this point, but I finished doing the haircut. And then we sat down, had a couple glasses of wine (laughs) to calm me down. It took me six weeks before I go back to her house. Anyway, that's my story. Hope it wasn't too long. You both take care. Okay. 
Bye-bye. Thank you, Michelle. Are we sure it was mom? Ooh. I'm just saying because when she said it snapped her neck, I'm like, oh. We'll be right back. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings from haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. We hear that, though. It's like there's that weird, it's almost like this is your clue that what you're looking at is not just a person walking across the hall. Michelle, was that a harmonica at the beginning of your story? Or did you, there was like jingle bells in the middle. Yeah. Wait, listen. Hi, Julie. Hi, Rebecca. (laughs) What is that? I don't know. I bet she had on some sort of like jangly bracelets or something. Probably. But But that's no fun. Yeah. Let us know. say it's a ghost. Let us know. (laughs) Girl, can I tell you, there have been so many times that I will be editing these things. I believe it. And I will feel like there's all of a sudden an echo around the voice Mm -hmm. or something crazy. Yeah. Anyhow. No, I hear stuff in my car and then I'm like, oh no, Rebecca, it's just you going. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I know it is. It's me making a weird noise. I do it all the time. Okay. So this next story comes from Sylvia who says have I got a story for you lol (laughs) not sure what to think at this point I'm still in shock let me tell you about my Easter oh an Easter bunny ghost (laughs) I hope not this year is my very first Easter ever that I'm alone my boyfriend's in Texas for work and my daughter went to the Dominican Republic Ooh, so they all abandoned me my daughter is renting a condo from me and asked that I would go there to feed her kitty some wet food and clean the box etc when I got there though I stopped in my tracks because her very heavy attic door was hanging open. I thought to myself, no biggie. The termite guy was here a week ago to do an inspection. He obviously didn't latch the door properly. Makes sense. I took a pic and sent it to my daughter to see if it was open when she left for her trip. She said it was not. Oh, no. I left, but I didn't close it. Why not? Well, if it's got a broken latch, then... That's true. I don't know. I've been, like, duct taping that bad. (laughs) Well, Sunday I went back, but I stayed on the phone with my boyfriend when I walked in because I had a weird feeling. Mm -hmm. This time, the damn attic door was closed. I noped it right out of there and panicked in the parking lot for a minute. Then I got a big, strong neighbor to go back inside with me, (laughs) and the damn attic door was open again. I kid you not. It was freaking open, so I called the police. Three squad cars showed up, and they checked out the whole home. They even used a ladder to go look in the attic, but found absolutely nothing. I still can't wrap my head around it. I kept telling the police, I swear I'm not crazy. Either someone is up there, or we have a ghost. I think they were as baffled as I was. Oh, and I'm the only one who has access to this home other than my daughter. Of course, she expects me to go back over there today to take care of the cat by myself because <laughs> I have nobody to go with me. Oh, and after the drama on Easter Day, I ran home to change before meeting a friend at brunch. I get back to my car, though, and it was dead. This is a brand new BMW, brand new, and it would not turn over. So I took my boyfriend's car. Then my daughter called me frantic. Apparently, she and her girlfriend were up next to go zip lining. Remember, they're in the mm-hmm. Dominican Republic. But a father and son were on it before them, and the zip line snapped. No. Yeah, she says, last I heard, they fell into the jungle below, but somehow survived. When I got home after all of this, guess what? 
my car started up again. I hope your Easter was way better than mine. Picks below. And that's from Sylvia. Oh my God. So there's not a whole lot to see with these pictures. And it's we po- just attic doors, right? Yeah, we'll post a picture of the attic door. The thing about this is that this isn't like a typical attic door, like the one we have, where it's on the springs, right. so it pops back up. It's this like an is, old. It's like a door that just kind of hangs open. So there's Sylvia eating some ice cream oh, afterwards. Oh, Isn't she adorable? So that's uh, what the yeah. door looks like. Uh-huh. That's it hanging open. I mean... Is it metal? That does look heavy. It does look very heavy. I wrote her back. Here are the questions I asked. I was like, does anybody live above? Are there neighbors next door? Is it possible that the latch was loose mm-hmm. and that it falls open when the building settles? So Sylvia is like, nobody lives above. The person who's on the other side of her condo actually isn't there right now. Okay. Yeah. So she says, yes, it's possible that the latch is loose. But if it had fallen open, why was it closed Agreed. again? So she says, new update. Caitlin had simply safe. So yesterday she acted the 24 seven subscription. So she now has one camera on the main floor and a few motion detectors. The alarm was triggered at 1 AM, but I couldn't see anything on the cameras. Oh, man. Yes. I don't think the cat triggered the motion detectors because they're set in a way that pets don't activate them. She sets the alarm every night and never had issues before this trip. Mm. So the police checked the front door, which is the only way to get into the condo. And they said it was all closed up and uh, locked. So we're going to keep up with Sylvia. I will say the thing about the pets, we have motion detectors mm-hmm. and the cats are not supposed to trigger it. But they, they do all the they time. They do all the time. Yeah. So it could potentially be the cat. She said, though, it looked like when she looked at the cameras, the cats weren't running around. It yeah. looked like they weren't in that room to be triggering it. You know what would be awesome if this cat's like Michael Jordan and just jumped on up and was like, Boop. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, what was that movie where the cat, where the animals would like party whenever the, the owners would <laughs> the leave? The Secret Life of Pets? Yes. That's what's happening. That's his uh, quiet reading spot. Leave him alone. Uh, what do you think is going on I here? don't know. Because I feel like we can explain it popping open, but we can't explain it being closed, being closed. again. Yeah. She said the police looked up there. There was no sign of squatters. I asked if maybe there was a carpet below, if there were any yeah. signs of like a chair or something, because you would clearly need help getting into an out That was of my that other thing. thought. Like you can't just reach up and open and shut it. Right. But it's all hardwoods. So there's mm. no way to really see anything. And there's no marks on the floor to indicate that something's going on. Oh, so, um, I mean, I'm thinking squatter. I'm thinking that there's something <laughs> else in that place that we're unaware of. I, I like f- Candyman. I feel like three years ago, squatter would have never even crossed our minds. But now that we have all these stories that come out in the news, of squatters yes. like living behind the walls I'm like it's clearly a squatter it's, it's a squatter <laughs> it happens it does that's the it, thing which is so creepy I don't know what's worse would you rather have a ghost or a squatter I would rather um, have a ghost yeah probably because I feel like a ghost is not actually going to be able to kill me whereas right. a squatter they're just going to like hide the bread or you know <laughs> sit on the end of your bed and scare the crap out of you and your sister or yeah, whatever exactly alright guys don't forget if at all possible become a patron please thank you also to everybody who became a patron this week we appreciate at patreon.com slash haunted af like and subscribe on youtube as well just pretty much anywhere you can find us on social media follow us like us whatever you gotta do and please don't put us on blast on youtube (laughs) i actually appreciate that though now you think about it they love us so much that they're gonna scream and yell at us go go read it first (laughs) just go read it first okay coming up next week we're gonna get an update from sylvia i think we're gonna have to call her and just okay do a little chat we're also gonna talk to the person who's been making those wonderful Haunted AF Lego videos. Oh my gosh, they're so good. And uh, we need to talk about this guy that Peggy Sue told us about. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's allegedly talking to dead people in his sleep. So he's kind of making the rounds.
clones on social media. Okay. He calls himself the Sleep Yeller. Ugh, and uh, I don't like that name. Oh yeah, here's a here's a little sample. Moles, it's perfect size. It's so cute. Moles, the perfect size. So cute. It's <laughs> like, what is he even saying? Moles, moles, moles. like face moles the or like size. animal moles. I don't know, but they're really cute. They are apparently. I don't think he's talking to dead people. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, and the the crazy thing about these videos, there's someone in bed next to him, and he's literally just talking crazy all night long. Oh, well, I bet she has a delightful time sleeping. Yeah, so we're gonna <laughs> dig more into that. In the meantime, we've got two weeks left. Woo-woo. Two weeks. Time to send in those stories. Write them down. Record them. Audio, video, whatever. Send that stuff to Haunted AF podcast at gmail.com so we can use them on the next haunted af bulls and don't forget to subscribe to haunted af on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher wherever you listen to podcasts please follow us on facebook twitter instagram youtube and of course tiktok you can even contact us directly through our website hauntedaf.com gotta say thanks to andrew mamalica and travis vance for the haunted af theme song and to on-air media for titles and technical support also big thanks to all of the haunted af patreon supporters most of all we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 